the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. All right, now I'm not being facetious at all. I'm being absolutely honest and practical and I think objective. Can you in your wildest imagination that you would ever hear a nominee for the Supreme Court of the United States of America say publicly under oath, I don't know what a woman is. I can't define what a woman is because I'm not a biologist. Now, <laughs> I just thought about this. That would that statement would be very offensive to those who support her on the liberal left because she implies well, I can't define what a woman is because I'm not a biologist. She is implying that a biologist can define a woman. Therefore, there is a difference between men and women, and a biologist could determine. You see, the liberal left says it's not biology. Biology has nothing to do with you're a man or a woman. We can't depend upon biology. It's what you identify with, what you think, what you feel. And so she is betraying her own liberal side by saying, well, if I was a biologist, I could give you the answer. Because the liberal left is saying there is no answer. You can't define anymore, any longer. Because once again, the liberal left does not deal with facts or truth. It is feeling. It is emotion. And so this whole identity thing defies science, biology, anatomy. It defies all of that. And it's very clear that this is the side that this woman has taken. I think she's very bright. She's got quite an education. She's got to have intellect. But my goodness, Now, how is the mainstream media treating this? Eh, Exactly the way you and I thought they would. Now, do you remember how the mainstream media treated all three of President Trump's nominees to the Supreme Court? And I, I assume you do, because it was so blatant, it was so in your face. Bad, terrible, evil, wrong candidate. 
sexist, racist, racist uh, abuser, radical. That was uh, Amy Coney Barrett. Radical, radical. She's some kind of religious, crazy radical. She's a part of this radical Catholic movement. She is radical, radical to the core. Remember that? That was in all of the mainstream media. Kavanaugh, he's a serial abuser. How do we know that? Well, because one woman said so, that he did something bad 35 years ago. Uh, Any witnesses? No. Anyone to corroborate the story? No. Does anybody even remember that they were at the same? No. No evidence whatsoever. None. Zero. Zip. Zilch. Nada. There was never one shred of evidence. And yet the mainstream media called him an abuser. How can we confirm an abuser to the Supreme? That was the Supreme Court. I mean, that was the mainstream media and their take on all three of Donald Trump's candidates. So, Katanji Brown-Jackson has had some real slip-ups in the first two days of her testimony. Saying, I don't remember Dred Scott. If one of Donald Trump's nominees would have said that, I promise you, with absolute assurance, the mainstream media, the evening news would have gone crazy over that. How can we confirm a nominee that doesn't even understand Dred Scott? Obviously a racist. Obviously nothing in the mainstream media about that. Nothing. The uh, inability to define a woman. That's jaw-dropping. Mainstream media silent. So how is the mainstream media treating the hearings? I have in my hand today's Washington Post. Headline. Analysis. Five takeaways from day two of Judge Jackson's confirmation hearing. Five takeaways. I'm holding in my hand seven pages of praise and defense for Katanji Brown-Jackson. Seven pages of praise and defense. Not one word of criticism of her. Criticism of those who questioned her. Oh, you want an illustration? All right, here's the headline analysis. Five takeaways from day two of Judge Jackson's confirmation hearing. Number one. And I'm reading a forceful pushback against child sex sentencing claims. On March 22nd, Supreme Court nominee Judge Katanji Brown-Jackson refuted attacks from Senator Josh Hawley on her sentencing record on child sex offenders. Now, number one, if you listen to the testimony, Senator Josh Hawley never attacked. Did he question? Yes. Did he question aggressively? Yes. And here are the facts. When she sentenced child porn predators, are you with me? Child porn predators. In 90% of the times, she gave lesser sentences 
than what the prosecution asked for or what the law allowed. 90% of the time, she was lenient on kitty porn predators. And that's a fact. Check it out for yourself. And Senator Hawley brought that up. Listen to what the Washington Post says, and I quote, It is the most scurrilous claim against Jackson. So because Senator Hawley asked questions, that's scurrilous, according to the Washington Post. It is the most scurrilous claim against Jackson. That as a federal judge, she has been weak on sentencing child porn predators. Senator Josh Hawley had been the primary driver of these claims, taking her words and sentences out of context to do it. But it became a dominant theme of questioning from Republicans throughout the day. And then the Washington Post goes on for two pages and defends her. Defends her. Uh, In fact, one, two... Um, two and a half pages. Washington Post takes two and a half pages to condemn Republicans for even daring to ask her a question and defending her. And then the next five pages are the next four things that the Washington Post wants you to know about the confirmation hearings. And by the time you get done with a seven-page article, you you want to go out and uh, watch Judge Katani Brown-Jackson walk on water and raise the dead. And my point in even bringing that up is the gross hypocrisy and the double standard. If the Washington Post had any honesty whatsoever, any objectivity whatsoever, any integrity whatsoever, they would have at least reported the hiccups. Now, she did a pretty good job in most of the questioning, but she had some real problems as well. And you would think that the Washington Post and the rest of the mainstream media would at least try to be objective. (laughs) No, 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 no. No objectivity whatsoever. Like I said, crazy, crazy times. All right, we need to uh, we need to take a break. My number eight seven seven Bob Live eight seven seven two six two fifty four eighty three. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. I hope this doesn't happen often. And I honestly don't know whether it's legal or illegal. But I 
I I know that it happens at least sometimes. What am I talking about? Uh, a store, a business uh, advertises sixty uh, percent off. Wow, that's great! You've got my attention. Ten uh, percent doesn't that doesn't interest me at all. I, I think it's so funny. Let me chase a rabbit real quick. One of my pet peeves, you know, business goes out of business. They go bankrupt, you know, and they they go out of business. So they have an out-of-business sale, and they hire the people to go out on the street with the signs, and they're twirling around, out of business, everything on sale, out of business, going out of business, sale, and so forth. And then it says, everything, 10%. I see that sign, I'm going, you want me to come in for a 10% discount? You you know, every time you have a sale, it's 10%, 20%, 30%. And then it's everything in the store, 20%. I'm going, oh, yeah, you don't have my attention yet. Well, anyway, anyway, I digress. Uh, this business says um, this particular item is 60% off. You go, well, I've been wanting one of those and 60% off. That's a really good price. And then you do a little investigation. And you find out before they took 60% off, they raised the price by 40%. It's an old trick. And again, it may be illegal. I don't know. It should be. So they raise the price so that they can reduce the price to make you think that you're getting 60% off when really in reality you're... You're actually only getting 20% off, maybe that much. And it's, well, it's kind of like, and most of you know this, when you go buy a car and you see the advertisement, we will give you $5,000 more than Kelly Blue Book on your trade. Uh, Folks, don't ever buy that stuff. Because what they're doing is jacking the price of the car up or reducing the amount of discount that you could have gotten without your trade. Well, anyway, most of most of you know that that's bogus. So I think we would all be pretty upset if we, you know, the 60% off and we found out that they had raised the price 40%. Well, that's kind of what's going to happen with gas prices. Yeah. Now, check this out. <clears throat> when Joe Biden was sworn in as president, gasoline was running about $2.20 a gallon. Some places, it was less than $2. Do you remember that? The day of Joe Biden's inauguration. Not even two years ago, barely a year and a half ago. Um, the gas prices were in the low two dollars. We are now paying four dollars, four ten, four thirteen, four fourteen, four fifteen. Just since Joe Biden became president, and we're all complaining. Now, what if? Joe Biden does something, says something, and all of a sudden, gas prices drop to $3.50. You know where I'm headed? Everybody goes, isn't that wonderful? 
I just uh, just three weeks ago it was over four dollars, and now it's three dollars and fifty cents. Isn't this great? We have got relief at the gas pump. Thank you, Joe Biden. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then he does a few more things and says a few more things, and it actually comes down to three dollars and thirty cents a gallon. And everybody is going, This is so great. Oh my goodness. We're we're saving a dollar a gallon over what we were paying just a few months ago. Thank you, Mr. President, and your energy policies. Here's what most people would not remember. That's still over a dollar a gallon more than when he became president. <clears throat> Do you get the strategy here? Uh, Do you get the strategy? So gas prices are still a dollar a gallon in this little scheme, I'm suggesting. Still over a dollar a gallon more than we were paying under the previous administration. But it's so much better than what it was really at the worst. Uh, Yeah. I think that's where we're headed. I don't know. The prices may just continue to go up because uh, the president and his supporters want to do away with fossil fuel. They want you to park your car and go electric. And they're willing to do almost anything to force you to do that. Just, Just be wise, be smart. I predict gas prices will come down. And everybody's going to be so happy. I just hope you have a memory. All right, quick break. We'll be back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 